Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey and Hampshire with your presenters, Neil Braybrook-Tidy and Jenny Thornton. The show that brings you all the facts about your local area and is always guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So sit back and enjoy the Weekly Experience Podcast that goes from 0 to 60 in 60 seconds. Now then, we're going to have to change the intro to that. Because it's not yeah. it's not Neil and it's not Jenny, <laughs> is it? I'm planning for new jingles. Oh, that's okay. Thanks, Jack. Go yeah, put it in I've the budget. Sort this out. Oh, dear me. Anyway, hello. Welcome to the weekly podcast. Uh, my name is Roger, and that's Gemma over there. Hello. Oh, I am Gem. Hello. Hello, oh, everyone. You're right. I'm right. How hey. are you, Roger? Yeah, good. Thank you. Good. Right, our guest today is the lovely Mandy here. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Mandy, singer, singer, songwriter, extraordinaire. Oh, I say. That's a lovely introduction. <laughs> so it's Mandy... Dinely. Dinely. Nobody wants to say it and nobody wants to spell it. You just have to... I think we need to think something creative, Mandy. Mandy here. D. Well, my... Mandy D. <laughs> yeah, Mandy D. That, that sounds be, like yeah. a cup of tea, doesn't it, really? <laughs> my former name is Mandy Penny. Right. Um, and that's what I was known as, as a singer, really. So, okay. yeah. So, that's tell, easier. tell us a little bit about singing and songwriting. How did this all start for you? Oh, my gosh. Um, I've been singing since I was about seven, I guess, or before. And my mum told me when she was here and she said that my first recording was on the radio in Southsea and I was singing Amazing Grace. I've never heard it, but apparently I did that. Oh, wow. Um, And I don't remember it. We have to get that. Yeah, have to find that go somewhere. through the archives, try and find it. Is it on the BBC by chance? No. Oh no, it was. I can't remember what the local station was. Down Southern there. Sound. But I used to listen to it. Was it Ocean? No. So Southern Sound was Brighton. No, Southsea. Southsea. What was that? Uh, Radio Victory. Yes, Radio Victory. Oh, oh that's brought all back. My anorak hat. Zoop. Oh, Thank you. I had one of their stickers. In, oh. Yeah. Memory 257 Radio Victory. Oh, I love that. <laughs> singing the jingles there, oh. but there you go. Mandy, you're probably better at singing in the jingles than me, but there you go. Yeah, we'll leave I that have, down to Mandy. I have done a few jingles actually as oh, well I in my past. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You need to make me some. Oh, well, there you go. There I'll you take are. a note of that. I'll, yeah. I'll send you a, an email. Yeah. And then you'll, send, <laughs> then you'll send me an invoice. Oh, yes. Yeah. It'll be a big invoice. It'll be the biggest invoice you've ever known. So, who are your musical influences? Yeah, so I guess, when I was younger, I used to sit, you know, with a record player. I mean, that's, you know, I'm not young, I'm not young. But Don't I'm, worry. So well, I sat with the record player with Are a wooden, we about the same spoon. age, by the way? I'm older than you. No. Yeah, I'd like to be your age, but no, I'm older <laughs> than you. What is this? She doesn't look it. No, no. It's my birthday this week, Jam. Have you got the card? You are only 21. Oh, it's in the post, love. No worries. So sorry, I, I interrupted you there. Go on, carry on. Well, you are only 21. Oh, so, thanks, um, love. Yeah. Thanks. So I'm 22. No. So, that makes um, me like 13. <laughs> oh, you're so... You're <laughs> my daughter over there, Gemma. <laughs> you're very young and beautiful, Gemma. Oh, thank you. Gorgeous girl. Thank you so much. So, yeah, your musical influences. Yeah, so um, in the early days, it was very much the 60s artists like uh, K-Star, Helen Shapiro... Um, oh gosh, I can't think of all those lovely artists around that time. And then as I grew up, I had a... What about Arcilla? Uh, no, I was never. I love Cilla Black, but her voice had had to grow on me, I think. Right. But um, she's a brilliant artist, don't get me wrong. But I, she was, I was never a, a, a real huge fan of her voice, if you Sandy like. Sandy Shaw? 
Sandy Shaw I loved, yeah, and then Olivia Newton-John, but Barbara Streisand was a massive influence. And then I kind of grew up and I got into Chaka Khan. Um, Chaka, Chaka, Chaka. Chaka. Because yeah. <laughs> I just loved her soul. And, and I, then I got into jazz, not trad jazz, um, jazz funk. And, but I've always had a real, I love swing. And I loved Amy Winehouse and I still love her. And I was, she's, she was the most exciting artist we had in years. And I was just devastated when we lost her. Because for a vocalist, she's a dream. All her songs, just It was incredible. that gravelly kind of oh, voice, wasn't it? I really want to hear you sing yeah. now. That, now you said Amy oh, Winehouse, no. I really want to oh, hear no, you Oh, no, I'm not like her. But I want, you know, I, I, I love her voice. I love the yeah, way that... Yeah, definitely. She had a Frank Sinatra laziness. And as she sang, she just fell into each line. And she would leave it really, really late. But she would still finish that line off perfectly. Oh, she was... Who else is playing rehab in their heads? Whilst yeah. you're talking about mm. it in mind. <laughs> and love is a losing game. I love that song. Oh, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. So you're basing yourself on Amy Winehouse-ish? Oh, no, no, oh, no. no I, I'm not sure. I can't base myself on anyone because I don't You're an individual. Yourself. That's what people say. Yes. You're an individual, yeah, Mandy. Yeah, it's hard because, I mean, you know, I used to like Lisa Stansfield in the 80s. Ah, so from Rutsdale. Ah, ah, well, ah. <laughs> loved a bit of Lisa. Why? Oh, I love Lisa. Lovely accents going Remember on. Remember Lisa Stansfield? No. no I don't think you would. <laughs> you can't say I do, love. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You probably would if you heard one of her songs. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. All around yeah. the world. And I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I can't no. find my baby. Was the 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah, I recognise yeah. that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm glad. Okay. There we Phew. go. Now, who did you get that from? Was it Mandy or was it my singing? It's definitely Mandy. Rogers. <laughs> I'm glad you said Sorry, that. Sorry, Roger. <laughs> I paid Gemma earlier. Oh, yeah. I thought so. Slip me a tenner. <laughs> so, you, you know, you're writing writing these songs, obviously, because, you know, this is your bit of your background, isn't it? Yeah, so um, basically I, I, I sort of was an entertainer for years and I sang and I was, in, I was in a band at 14 treading the northern club boards because I was in a place called Scunthorpe. So my dad moved all the way from Southsea up to Scunthorpe. We cried all the way up because we didn't want to leave Southsea. Don't get me wrong, we had a great time in Scunthorpe, but it's not the prettiest town in the world, unless you like steelworks. But the music scene was amazing, and I was in a band at 14, and my dad used to take all our gear, and we did clubs all over, all across Yorkshire. Um, it was called Humberside, but it's back to Yorkshire now. But we did Rotherham, Sheffield, Doncaster, Grimsby... I mean, it was just a real eye-opener. And in those days, the social clubs had a real vibe about them. Mm -hmm. um, they became slightly old-fashioned in latter years. But actually, at that time, they were the place where everybody went. Families. You smoky know. atmosphere. Oh, smoky. Yeah, I've, I have worried about that. Meat mm. potato pie. Aye. You know, and, and you get interrupted. At bingo. Aye. Bingo. So if you're in the middle of a song... It, they don't care. They'll just, you know. And then in the middle of your set, you'd have to do some bingo numbers or the raffle or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, the raffle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything stops with a meat raffle. I hate that when you're doing a gig. You're, you're in your full set and then someone will come over to you and they'll go, could you do the bingo numbers or could you do the raffle for us? It's like, <laughs> well, there you go. Those days when they used to have the balls coming up in oh, the air. Oh, yes. And if you took the pin off the top, the balls would go everywhere. That was a good trick. Gemma's looking at us blankly now. Yeah, sorry, Gemma. Sorry you lost me. That was before... <laughs> Before technology, 
Oh. It sounds fun. Sounds it was like a really good time, to be honest. So you started quite. Oh, y- we were, we lived life to the full. <laughs> you started quite young then. I did, I did, and then um, I I worked. This is where it gets a bit weird, but I worked in a holiday camp in Dovercourt, and it was the Heidi High camp where Heidi High was filmed. Oh, and Macklin's. I had, it was great because I got to meet all the stars and everything. But I didn't want to be a cabaret singer. I wanted to be a singer songwriter. And I had another couple of years in, in the entertainment industry in Devon and then the Isle of Wight, or oh, that was the other way around. And then I met my husband and we, be, we were really good friends at the time and he was a bass player and we fell in love at the end of the summer and then we moved, wanted to be near London because he was a great musician. He's a brilliant bass player and we just wanted to write together and, and that's what we did. And he got an album deal with a band in Sheffield and I got um, a management deal later on with Pete as singer-songwriters. But we we had a great time and we recorded in some of the best studios in the UK. Um, um, Pete had a number one in Italy, I think, and a number one in Texas with his band or the band that he was with. And what I was the name of the band then? Vision. 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 They mm. did Lucifer's Friend. Um, they were a good band. They were real 80s, but they were booked to go on the tube. And the night they were booked was the night that the tube was pulled back, ah. um, stopped overnight, because the tube was a great music programme on Channel 4. Oh, yes. Paulie Yates. Yes. Um, Did Jules you think Holland. she was talking about the tube as in the train? No, I had to think okay. about it then. I just, <laughs> when you, oh, when you, uh, yeah, see, pennies I dropped in my brain. You. Yeah, I, you see, that's where the age difference shows, because yeah. I remember the tube. Oh, I do remember the tube. Yeah, I remember Channel 4 when it started. I was there. Half past four in the afternoon for Countdown. Oh, I love Countdown. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your music now, what you're producing and what you're writing sort of thing. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, now we're older, we've kind of cherry-picked what we do and when we do it. So I'd say my husband's a bit more active in the recording studio at the moment than I am because I like the live work and he likes the techie recording side, but we both do live work together as well. Um, but we, we basically we write anything and we've done recordings for you know radio stations podcasts we do intros and outros but that there's not much room for vocals on there um, and then if we've got a song we've written a track for years ago for the Ben Needham charity we wrote another one for a Gambian charity um, because we like to get involved and help out as well but we've got we have got a wealth of material that we're about to sort of revamp because, you know, having recorded it in the 80s, it needs updating. And some of it we haven't recorded since the 80s. And there are some good songs. I mean, I think they are. But, yeah. So we're, we're just, whatever is thrown at us and interests us, we will have a go at, basically. So what do you find to write about? Is it anything that comes into your mind? Well, you know, as I write verses, poems, really a song is just a, a, a verse is a written song, isn't it really? So it, I think you just find yourself naturally inspired if you're a songwriter and I'm inspired by everything, you know, really, everything I see and everything that moves me emotionally. I do, I have written a lot of songs about love and heartache, that seems to be the thing a lot of people do, but I've also written about... Um, strange subjects like Chernobyl when all of that happened. We wrote a song, called, it was called Remains. Um, what else have we written about? We wrote in the 80s a song about looking for the right girl because we found it awful that they were looking for this perfect 
beautiful girl when there were perfectly, you know, lots of other perfect women around that didn't fit that stereotypical look. So in the 80s, we wrote about, you know, that finding the perfect girl was probably the wrong thing to do. So we'll, we'll revamp that. Maybe. Definitely. Um, That's something quite prevalent these days. So yeah. that would be really good to hear. Definitely. Yeah, because we're all so different, aren't we? All so individual. And I think we were quite... When we wrote our songs, we always wanted to... We had a point to make as well. So a lot, a lot of our songs, my, you know, if, if I had them um, in front of me, I'd remember more of them. But we do write a, about lots of different things that, that mean a lot to us. So what sort of gigs are you doing? Oh, well, well <laughs> when we hopefully can go back yeah. to doing gigs. I've been doing a lot of gigs online, actually. <laughs> oh, really? COVID. You've been doing yeah. them virtually, yeah? Yeah, virtually. Just How does that... Have uh, you, you enjoyed doing these? Yeah, I love them. But you yeah. sort of surely you don't get the reaction like if you were doing it live in front of an audience. No, if you do them through Zoom, it's rubbish. It's, for me, <laughs> it's rubbish. But if you do them on Facebook Live, they're great because people will send you messages, you can see them, and you can react, and you know you're not on your own. Um, but I've done them for free because I just I wanted to lift people's spirits if I could, you know, and I didn't take myself seriously, and you know, I, I but I I've loved it. It's been great. Yeah, because you can't do gigs at the moment, although we can do outdoor gigs a little bit more now. Mm -hmm. So have you got much work coming in for that kind of thing? Well, because a lot of my work was weddings. Um, yeah. That kind of, you know, has stopped really until next year, really, because no one has got the confidence, not many people have got the confidence to to um, go ahead with that. But we've got bookings later on in the year that are still in the diary, but who knows, because the venues... You just don't know. So every every day, if I've got a gig, I, I know at the moment it's probably not on, but two months ahead, I still don't know. Um, but I don't go out all the time because I've got family. My kids are growing up and I want to spend time with them. I've done... I was in a function band for years and we didn't pick up the phone for... must have been... Gosh, it must have been 15 years. The work just came to us. And in those days, we were one of the best bands around because it was more difficult it sounds wrong but it was really difficult in those days to be really really good now there's so there's so much information on youtube people can learn their talents more quickly more easily emulation is is a lot more accessible and so we found, find now that the bands now i mean we were a good don't get me wrong we were a good band but the bands now there's so many good bands out there and we didn't have that much competition so we worked full stop and the first new year's eve off we had was the millennium i can't remember since i was a kid since i was 14 i never had a new year's eve off so the millennium was my first new year's eve off you might as well take that one off <laughs> so um who are you liking at the moment musical influences at the moment Oh my gosh, you know, whenever <laughs> I get... too many. <laughs> I know. I, t I tell you what I really like, and they're not... I love postmodern jukebox. The way... But they do all the covers, but they do their own version of um, of popular songs, but they turn them into a sort of different feel, so you can have vintage feel, jazzy feel. But they're not original artists as such, but I love the feel that they... Um, they have um i still i still love amy winehouse but <laughs> i'm looking for someone like her and there is somebody out there and i can't think of her name but she's she's almost filling that gap if not that anyone could but um i hate being asked that question because i can never <laughs> really <laughs> i've got to ask you fan of the reality shows 
Yes, no. Yes and no. Yeah, yes. Do you and think no. it's producing great talent or not? I tell you what, it, it does annoy me. You've got people out there who have worked so hard at, at what they do for their profession, and then you've got people just off the streets who are taking their places in work and hosting quiz shows and doing this. And I know it's probably the wrong thing to say, but I feel sorry for the people that have worked so hard. They've had a career in TV or whatever it is, and then all of a sudden, you know, they don't get that slot because somebody who was on some celebrity programme is, is now filling that gap. And it, it, it just cheapens for me the whole thing. Don't get me wrong, I've loved some of the celebrities who have come out of everyday people, if you like. But I also feel it's, it's a funny, it's a funny thing. So would you put yourself in front of Simon Cowell? <laughs> um, <laughs> not now. No? No. No, because... Uh, You've got your individual style, haven't you? Well, I don't think I'd get noticed, to be honest. I think that you either have to make people cry, you have to have a really sad story which I have got, but I wouldn't use it. Mm. Or you've got to be totally ridiculous. Or you've got to be absolutely fantastic. But there are so many singers out there that are fantastic that, that never get shown on these programmes. That the, the fraction of talent that they show on these programmes is not does not reflect the talent in the UK. So it makes me a bit cross, to be honest. And finally today then, how can we get hold of your music? So, oh yeah, that's the thing. Well, actually, at the moment, <laughs> that's a good it question. It would be on my Facebook page. Yeah. Oh yes, I forgot to tell you about the big band. We do um, once every year. We do a big band for charity. We're doing that next year. Seventeen piece band in Hartley Whitney. But you can find information we'll on, get that, you back on my that, Facebook then. page. Yeah. <laughs> Mandy Penny on my Facebook page. Mandy Penny. Yeah. You hear that, guys? Mandy Penny. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, put, we'll put all the links in below anyway. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Mandy, it's lovely to uh, join us today. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to meet you both. See you again you. soon. Cheers. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Weekly Experience. For more episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. And remember to subscribe to stay fully up to date. So look out for our next podcast and do check our new website, buzzpodcasts.co.uk.